0: Hello and we welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church and we are so grateful that you have come and tuned in to this podcast and as we are beginning this season that we call Lent, just a word that is spiritual preparation for Easter. I hope that you are ready for what the Lord has in store for us. I kind of hinted towards the end of the service last Sunday that there was a challenge that was going to be presented today and that challenge will be heard later on in our podcast. And so uh, glad you have tuned in, looking forward to what the Lord has in store, not just with this podcast, but what this challenge may mean for us. And let us begin, though, with a word of prayer as we start our time together. Gracious Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for allowing us this opportunity to be able to come together in this time of worship, to be able to come together and to celebrate you as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. As we enter into this season of preparation for Easter and all that it entails, Give us clarity. Give us words of wisdom. And help us in all that we say and do to bring glory and honor and praise to you. And we ask all these things in your son's precious and holy name. Amen.
1: Oh God
0: passage is going to be from Psalm 19 verses 7 through 14. All of us have had various challenges along the way, whether it be when we were younger and also when we were older. Some call them instead of challenges, dares. And then Some, when when you're younger, you, you may have heard, I double dog dare you. And boy, if you ever get that kind of dare, you really are on the spot. Some may use the word bet that you can or can't do whatever it is you're asked to do. Now, some of these are on the silly side of a challenge to eat a certain food, drink, or crazy stunt. I remember as a kid, I was challenged, we were at Pizza Hut, and I was challenged to eat a big spoon of those pepper flakes and not have anything to drink afterwards. I'd get a dollar if I did it. Well, I was like, I'll take that challenge. And I ate it, and I was dying. And would you know, I didn't even get that dollar. Well, there are some challenges that, are of a more serious manner. It may be to push our bodies to a certain limit. It may push our character. It may push our whole being into a change in life that will hopefully make a transformation. As we start this season of Lent that began on Wednesday... This is a time for some people that either add or take away something in their diet or routine or habit to try and draw closer to our Lord. And by this adding or taking away something, that may mean a great deal to you. In other words, if you don't love turnips or brussels sprouts, or some other food, giving those up isn't really what this is intended to do. It's something that gives you a bit of a sense of what our Lord did for us on the cross, and what He does for us every day of our life as well. This scripture That we will be reading revealed to me a challenge the Lord had for me as I was doing my daily Bible reading two Sundays ago before coming to church. And it was also not just a challenge for me, but it was a sense from the Lord that we need to offer it to everyone here in the church as well. Well, If you remember a month and a half ago, the Lord posed another challenge for us as a resolution of being about the Father's business this year. Well, this challenge today that I'm going to be sharing with you in a bit enhances that resolution and potentially can make it even more meaningful. And there is no telling what this will send us into as a church family if we make this challenge a way of life during Lent and potentially for the rest of our lives. Let's read all these verses and see what it is the Lord would have for us to hear on this day. Again, reading from Psalm chapter 19 verses 7 through 14, and this morning I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight For living, reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true, each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant a great reward for those who obey them. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. And may the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart, be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. In so many ways, this passage shows the magnificence of the Bible. Truly, it is the centerpiece of a believer's life. Without knowledge of what this Bible contains, we wouldn't have the directions from the Lord on how to live for Him. You may have noticed there were six different words and phrases that are mentioned that describe the Bible in verses 7 through 9. Those words are instructions, decrees, commandments, commands, reverence, laws. Each one of those, David showed the benefit of following the Lord's words contained in this Bible. It's worth hearing these verses again in context. Here again, verses 7 through 9. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. Folks, as we see in those verses, God's law revive us, make us wise, bring joy to the heart, give insight, warn us, and reward us. It's a pretty hefty list of what can be found in the pages of the Bible. God's laws are guidelines and lights for our path rather than chains on our hands and feet. They point at danger to warn us and then point at success to guide us. In reference to the Bible, it has in its pages the pathway for saving us by our trust and belief in our Lord Jesus Christ and also shows someone what's right, and wrong. Now granted, the scripture was written well before the New Testament was written, and the law was given in the Old Testament. But I still believe that David's words here apply to us as well. And I'd consider the whole Bible as our instruction book. Jesus felt the same. As he said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Don't even begin to think that I have come to do away with the law and the prophets. I haven't come to do away with them, but to fulfill them. As we think about what Jesus said, that he came to fulfill the law and We think of the pages from Genesis to Revelation. Some look at this as an outdated book. Some say it doesn't have any relevance anymore. And sadly, we're living in a society that people are disregarding what it says here and are letting things slip more and more. And the grip of the Bible is getting less and less. And the desires of this world are getting more and more. Folks, I imagine that all of us can see that happening. And that trend needs to stop. And I pray that what I've just said doesn't describe you. Because this Bible, folks, is my daily lifeline. Is it yours? It's what I start every day with. And pray that you spend time in it daily as well. Also pray that you feel the same about these words as David did in verse 10 when he said, They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. There are all sorts of reasons why the daily reading of Scripture is vital. Some can give all sorts of excuses of why they aren't in the Bible, but I pray that we've seen several things today why it is important to be in His Word on a daily basis. But one of the things that we really haven't touched on that's in these verses is verse 12 and 13. I want us to hear those verses again. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. That's one of the main themes of this season that we're in of Lent that preparation for Easter. The desire is for us to draw closer to Him every passing day until the crescendo of Easter morning happens. But in order for that to happen, it's vital to acknowledge the sinfulness in our lives. Very possibly we may sense when we've stepped over the boundaries of right and wrong, with the Holy Spirit showing that in our hearts. But another vital place to know right from wrong is being in His Word. The Word brings hidden faults to light and offers strong warnings about what displeases God. And when one sees those wrongs, the prayer is he or she is willing to admit that wrong And ask for forgiveness. Just like we don't get to know someone unless you spend time with them. And are willing to share with the other some things about you. And you be willing to take the time to listen to them. Folks it's no different than with our relationship with our Lord. Prayer time is one of those places. That is vital. But. If we're honest with ourselves, usually for most, the prayer time is us talking to the Lord. Now some of you do the other side of listening to Him during that prayer time. But one of those integral places that we can hear from Him is by being in the Word. And for some, that's already a pattern for you already. But for others, now might be a good time to strive to read the Bible every day between now and Easter. And if you do it for that long, it will hopefully become a habit for the rest of your life. Folks, we cannot get all the instructions from our Lord in this Bible by just reading it on Sunday morning. That just will not cut it. There's only a few verses that are focused on in that time together. The key is for us to find a way, find a place to be able to be in His Word on a daily basis. And all of this leads up to the challenge that the Lord gave me two weeks ago to not only be a part of my daily life going forward, but to offer this challenge to this church family as well. As I said, I have a daily Bible reading that I do on a daily basis. It usually includes reading two to three chapters of the Old Testament and one chapter of the New Testament. And on February the 4th, One of those chapters that was in my reading was Psalm 19. As I read these verses from that New Living Translation that we read earlier today, the verse that captivated my eyes and mind and heart that morning was the last verse of that chapter. Hear it again. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. For some of you, that verse may be familiar. For others, it might not be. But for me, that verse was something that I used to say every time before I started preaching for years and years. And that got replaced along the way with the words that we say each time after the hearing of God's word, and that is, the word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. Again, there's nothing wrong with that statement, because it is the word for us, and we should be thankful but for some reason, that verse halted me in my tracks. And so I started praying, asking, Lord, do you want me to start back to saying this before I preach every Sunday? And it wasn't long before I heard a very clear word, and it was no. But it followed with saying, start every service every Sunday with it. And everyone say it. I was like, okay, Lord. But he wasn't done. I I was like Peter did last week of interrupting. He wasn't finished talking. And he said, not just every service, but every day. And not just me, but offer this to the whole church to embrace. So there you have it. I'm going to say this verse again. And if you have your Bibles open, I would encourage you to say it as well. Again, if you have a Bible, you may be, seeing it in a different version, but the New Living Translation is the version that I'm reading from. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Now granted, I hope that you will embrace this Going forward, we'll be starting our podcast with this verse each time after this, and it'll be on your notes that you can be able to recite with me. But what my further challenge is that the Lord is pressing for us is, will you be willing to speak that verse in your life, every day during this season of Lent. I pray that this becomes a verse that you either say out loud or in your prayer time every day. May this become a banner verse for us, not just during Lent, but beyond. The challenge is to be intentional to say this verse every morning before you begin your own devotion time. Maybe it is before you begin work. It could be during that first period before you start school. Or whatever your day has in store. Not going to really go into details on this verse today. But my prayer is, if we really mean what we say, and we say what we mean, and follow this verse, it has the potential to be life-changing, not just for you, not just for this church, but also for those that you are around every day. Speaking God's word is power, folks, and it is life-changing. I cannot wait to see what the Lord does with this in the days, weeks, and years to come. More will be talked about in the coming weeks on this verse, but I pray for now that we will either be willing to accept this challenge or not. And if we do, brace yourself, folks. Things are going to start happening. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we come before you right now thanking you for this challenge. Thanking you for getting us in some ways, out of our comfort zones. Sometimes the standard is, is good. Status quo, keeping doing what we've been doing is great. Times you want to ruffle the pages. There are times you want to shake us a bit. And I'm sensing that you're wanting to shake me with this verse. And I pray, Lord, that if we're willing, that you'll shake all of us. Use this time of speaking your word on a daily basis like this. Become life-changing. That it brings a sense of understanding to what our words and our thoughts, and how it can impact people along the way. And may all of this be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. And we pray these things in your Son's precious and holy name.
1: i yeah.